What's up ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to Soul Sessions brought to you by The Real Cost. None other than The Real Cost. So what's up guys, we're pushing out content as you know. This is another episode of Soul Sessions while we are in this national lockdown. And we've got another audio journey for you guys and another special guest on. So keep it locked and loaded. You can follow us at The Real Cost SA on Instagram. You can follow myself at geo underscore the underscore don carl you can follow at basic underscore carl and if you want to follow wakes that is at where's the wakes or at where's the wakes underscore photography do remember that you can listen to all our episodes available on our subdomain and that is at podbean so you can find that at www.therealcastsa.podbean.com and then you can find um, us as well if that's not your scene you can find us on apple Podcasts and spotify all you need to do is search the real cost and that's real cost one word if you'd like to get in touch with us we do have an actively monitored email address that is trealcost at gmail.com wow too many plugs too many of them so yeah that's trealcast at gmail.com and that is actively monitored so we will get to your email as soon as we can and respond another formality that we just need to get out of the way you will be familiar with this if you are a sensitive viewer kindly and politely buzz off we've toned it down in recent times eh? so but really if you are easily battered, this is not the place for you. Uh, kindly go give the Ryan Stories Review more views there. Not like they need it, but away. So, with all that out of the way, we've got a special, special guest. It's actually a return of a guest that was actually on the podcast. And that is Nicole. So, you might remember as the feminist from episode 6. Episode 6 will be released as you hear this podcast so we had a bit of licensing issues but we will get that back up for you as soon as possible so i'm gonna hand over to nicole now nicole how's it going man please introduce yourself and tell the listeners where they can catch you at no problem hi guys hi Gio. it's good to be back um so like you said my name's nicole i'm 22 years old and um i'm basically javon's master shoo <laughs> wow can edit that out <laughs> I'm not editing it out. I'm keeping that in. But, <laughs> That's content, fam. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm happy to be back. I am bored as well as home. So thank you. Thank you for getting me on the show. So she's only on the show because she's bored. That's what she's trying to say. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nice to have you back, Nicole. Where can we, where can we find you? Oh, yeah. So um, on Instagram, it's at Nicole um, Akim, and that's A, so it's Nicole A-K-I-M. But Akim. It's pronounced Akim, but technicalities. <laughs> I just said that so they can spell it properly. Don't worry, don't <laughs> worry. It will be in the description if you if you guys didn't get that. Okay. So, cool. to the shit. So, I just want to give a reminder to the listeners about what Soul Sessions is, why it was started, and we're already on, like, a few episodes now, so um, you might have gotten the gist of it if you listened to earlier episodes, but if this is your first time joining us, this is just where we phone people near and dear to us, uh, whether it's friends, family, associates, whatever you want to call them, and um, we ask them about the experience during the lockdown period um, and what they've been up to during the lockdown period, how they think the coronavirus is going to affect the society, 
everything and anything connected to the lockdown. So just to get different perspectives and just so that we remain connected during this time. So to start off, I'd like to ask you, Nicole, before the lockdown started, right? Before it started, did you, did you take coronavirus like to the head like did you think that it was going to be like a massive thing and affect us you know in south africa like like it has uh like because me personally i didn't take it seriously until it started affecting me as with most things i guess but yeah let us know okay well yeah i don't um i think before our lockdown there was a period where we just saw like a spike in the number of infections just like globally but before that i was actually away so i wasn't here for the um i was in the u.s and you know those airports everyone there they weren't taking it seriously like you know it was just like oh this is happening and it's happening in china and you know it's not necessarily going to affect us and so when it started being something that you know was obviously a lot more serious than just a little flu and we started seeing people you know not being able to deal with it, I don't like to say dying, but I guess, you know, we just sort of, we started seeing a lot more fatalities and that sort of thing. Um, I think at that point was when I also was just like, oh shit, like this is actually, this is a lot more serious than I had initially thought it was. Okay. So you, you mentioned something like that interested me. Obviously I knew this, but this is for the listeners. Um, so you were in the U.S., <laughs> When, like, it was in the infancy yeah. stages of the virus, right? Yeah. So, when you came back, where was South Africa, like, and was there any precautions that you needed to follow or something like that? So, what was interesting to me was when I was, so, when flying there and back, I had a layover in London, um, and none of the airports in the U.S. or in London had any, you know, COVID-19 protocols in place. They weren't checking temperatures. They didn't have any screening process. Um, Everything continued as normal. There were no social distancing rules or anything like that. Only once I had gotten back to SA, you know, did they have some sort of protocol. They were checking everyone's temperature. So as you entered into into customs, um, they, you know, had like a little apparatus. It looked like a speed camera, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Are you familiar with the speed camera? (laughs) (laughs) Hey? Are you familiar with the speed camera? Uh, I will neither <laughs> confirm nor deny. <laughs> Plead the fifth. Okay, cool. Since you came from the uh, US, yeah. I'll, I'll let you have that, that fifth amendment there. <laughs> no, whatever. But essentially, yeah, like for me, I was just like, oh my word, like we were the only country like in, you know, where the, the places that I'd been that had actually checked, um, you know, that the people that were entering the country weren't coming with the virus or weren't experiencing any symptoms or anything like that. And that's so I, you know, I felt I felt really proud as a, as a South African at that point. I was just like, wow, we obviously taking this a lot more seriously than I guess what um, than these other first world countries. Okay, that I was gonna say that is interesting because the UK and the US's progression of the virus, like, was ahead of ours, for sure. Exactly. Even like even by the time you had came back, they still had like way more because they started spiking, I guess, earlier than ours. So. That is, that is kind of good to hear. And then was there any like restrictions on your movement for a period of time? Um, Like, like for instance, a quarantine session or period, I guess, um, or cool down period. I don't know. I'm not sure um, because you were overseas in uh, Iris country. 
Well, yeah. So, I mean, I got back and I was thinking, oh, my life will just go back to normal. Um, so, for those of you who don't know, I'm still a student. So, obviously, I'd have to come back and then just go back to campus and that sort of thing. And I had spent two weeks away from campus, so that would mean that I had to, you know, obviously catch up with a lot of work and whatever else. So then, you know, I came back hoping to get back into the swing of things. And then I got an email from the head of my department basically begging me to stay at home and so I was kind of forced into a, um, a two-week isolation period which of course was you know at the time when 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 they asked me to do it you know I was just like oh guys it's not that serious or whatever else um, but soon after you know I think it was just into my first week where a lot of um, where they started releasing things about the two-week isolation period and I mean it all started making sense the annoying part is that once my two-week self-isolation period was over, that's when the South African lockdown period started. <laughs> so, I've got the 21 days plus 14. Your um, 35 days. And it hasn't been easy. Yeah. Guys, my alcohol is finished. So, there's that. <laughs> and I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Outing yourself here, you say. <laughs> I'm just saying. I didn't even get the chance to go to the shops. I I didn't even get a chance to go to the shops before our lockdown was, um, how can I say, confirmed. So, and also I got paid the next day, which is trash. So yeah, I've been Jeez. I've been like club art. <laughs> so but, <laughs> that's yeah, that's no, what I we would say. So I don't really sympathize with you, Nicole, because you at least you know had some. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't sympathize with you either because I feel like you could have made a plan. You could have asked me to get you. Like, oh, really? Now, now, oh, wow. It's easy to say after the fact, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so easy, but okay. I'll definitely keep that in mind for future reference, eh? Um, so, yeah, that is interesting. So, you on an extended lockdown. Um, you said it's been tough. What's been so tough about it? For me, I don't, so I still stay at home with my parents and I don't have any siblings. And so, uh, you know, it's been tough just, you know, in the terms of, in terms of like human interaction, I'm quite a social person. And so, um, it's been difficult to kind of just be in the house all, like all day and like for however many weeks I've been in this house, um, and so I did something a little... I don't think I want to mention it on this podcast. You actually. can. You can. It's a real cost, man. <laughs> Never mind. I'm okay. It's a real cost. <laughs> what the hell? Okay. Okay. So just so just a little illegal. I... Um, <laughs> you know, because I told just you guys a, I had like an extended... Just a smidge. <laughs> I like... Okay. Just a smidge illegal. Not, not, just, not completely. Just like a tad. Not completely. Just a tad bit <laughs> illegal. Um... I was just so over being at home. So um, another friend of mine is also just on her own. And so I ended up going to visit her on Friday and I ended up staying over for a couple of days. Um, and I got back yesterday. And I won't lie, that did me the world of good. Like I feel, I felt like a new person. <clears throat> and currently being at home isn't as traumatizing as, as it was the past couple of weeks. Um so yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't suggest like everyone does that. <laughs> yeah, no, we do not endorse <laughs> this you, at all at the real cost. <laughs> if you do it, don't say I said you should. <laughs> if you end up being locked up, like forget my name or whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah. 
just a so, quick just a quick intermission that kind, on that yeah. note uh the intermission is that the real cast or any of its affiliates do not promote going against the law of the of the country so please <laughs> adhere to the rules that has been laid out by our president Cyril. He has done this for our oh, safety. So please comply. <laughs> Just had to put no, a young like disclaimer. Give it out my social media details. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm sure you won't be cancelled. <laughs> oh, whatever. Pe- people can understand it's for a noble cause. It's for a noble cause. Oh. So, so tell me, uh, in terms of the traveling there, just to now latch onto that topic since we brought it out, was it like a far travel? Did you encounter any law enforcement? Um, so I did encounter law enforcement. Um, and, you know, guys, again, <laughs> be like me. Be a better human being than me. <laughs> They, they, they just asked me, like, obviously, where am I, you know, because I was on the, on the highway. So, it's obviously just like, okay, well, no one's necessarily going to get onto the highway to get to their supermarket. Yeah. Um, so, they, you know, so they'd obviously stop you in, in, in a scenario like that. Um, and so, um, so, this wasn't as I was on my way to my friend's house. This is, um, my friend and I were going, oh, you see, this is all bad. My friend and it's I fine. were you... off. At her aunt's place in Newlands, and we were on the M5, and we got stopped, and they obviously were asking us what we were doing. Obviously, there's two of us in the car, so that also looks weird. Yeah. Um, and you know, we just, we just, not necessarily a lie, but I mean, not necessarily the truth. We were just, we, you this know, this is a real cast. You can be straight, Newlands. no chase. <laughs> so we said that we, we said that we stay in Newlands, and we were just dropping something off at a friend in Weinberg or whatever. Um, our story made no sense, but somehow they bought into it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure well. you guys smiled very widely. Whatever. <laughs> I'm sure Either if it was me, they'd out. be like, brah, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, uh, what, did the number plate not give it away, or was it the CA number plate? Um, it was a CA number plate. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was yeah. like, if you went, that's not a CA number. Not to give you a number plate away, but like, it's not CA. Do you know what I mean? So exactly. if I was law enforcement, I'd be like, what the hell are you doing this side? Even though you could buy your car in town. And yes, I get it. I get it. Don't slay me in comments and in emails. But <laughs> You're definitely going to get slayed. Yeah. I was about to be like, Javon, that isn't the best argument, but okay. Yeah, but like it would make me think though, like... You can get away with buying your car in town, but nobody buys their car in like C. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I just <laughs> I just thought that through while I was speaking, <laughs> and I'm like, I bought my and car different sense. to C A. So like, what the hell? Um, <laughs> so in terms of uh, legal things to do to keep yourself sane during quarantine, um, <laughs> do you have any uh, thing like have you been on the TikTok vibes? What have you been doing? Okay, so I'm definitely not a TikTok kind of person. I enjoy your videos. People, if you make TikTok videos, I love it. Keep doing it. <laughs> Just personally, um, you know, I don't think I'd ever be able to. Are you too sliding? Um, <laughs> I heard about that. I haven't seen it yet. I think I heard the song. Um, oh, you haven't seen I it yet? I haven't. No, I have to check it out. I don't even have the TikTok app. I usually just see the videos. That's a song, on, though. On like Insta or Twitter. It's a yeah, song. but isn't it like a 
Yeah, I know it's a song, but it's like a TikTok challenge or something. Yeah, it's a TikTok challenge. Yeah, but I'm oh, saying, okay. have you have you seen the song? Have I seen or heard the song? Like what the music video. <laughs> I haven't heard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> guys. <laughs> okay, cool. But like, yeah, that that's like the wave now. And I think, on another note, big up to Drake for seeing that gap. He's obviously like people are at home. And um, and I'm actually gonna use this to segue. Segue kings. Um, you saw people <laughs> at home. They're on TikTok. Let's make a song for TikTok and let it smash. And his house looks like a damn mall. So he could make the music video what? in his house. Was it shot in his house? Yeah, it was shot in his house. Yeah. Oh flip! I need to actually watch that. Yeah, you should get on it after this for sure. Um, and yeah. on that note, I was talking about segueing. Um. I don't know if you've seen what people have been doing. Um, I'm very into the, the hip-hop scene, like anything to do with hip-hop culture. Um, big fan okay. of the Joe Budden podcast as well, as you know. Um, <laughs> so on the they, they they brought me to a few things that, that are cool that, that were happening on Instagram recently. I don't know if you've seen it. The beat battles with the producers. I don't know if you've seen it, like Swiss Beats versus Timberland, Scott Storch versus Manny Fresh. Like I haven't seen that. The only thing I've seen on Instagram, guys, on your Instagram lives, is those twerking competitions. Oh, That's Tory Lanez. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, quarantine radio. Yeah. So you've seen there that. What go. What do you think about that? Um, I you know. I, I know you'll have an interesting opinion. opinion on that. So <laughs> proceed. To be honest, I you know I I actually think it's fun. I think it's something to do, and there's nothing to do. My thing is that, like, you know, a lot of people are just like, oh, it's wrong and whatever else. At the end of the day, no one is forcefully, you know, no one's forcing anyone to go on the live and do anything that they don't want to do. And so everyone that joins the live and starts twerking and doing whatever, it's all because they want to do it. And I'm all for that, for, like, everyone having, you know, a choice to do whatever the hell they want to do. And it's entertaining, so I'm here for it. Yes, uh, like, they need to send their peach emoji in the chat for them to be picked. They- <laughs> and they need to send the cash app details so it's not for nothing yeah. so exactly. yeah i just thought that and that was workers work wow okay what <laughs> oh, where's this going i don't like i don't like actually calling dancers that but yeah that i say i don't like calling dancers sex workers yeah no i think no i don't i'm pretty sure the people that are twerking aren't necessarily sex workers I'm yeah like <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. <laughs> but um yeah uh to get more on a on a serious kind of vibe now in terms of the effect mm-hmm. of this lockdown on south africa do you think there will be any effect is there an effect and like what is it of course, there will be an effect, and of course, there is currently an effect. I do, I mean, obviously, the, the main thing that we can think of right now, outside of health, is um, the economy of this country. Um, a lot of people, you know, unfortunately, are going to end up, if they haven't already, end up losing their jobs. Um, and that is the scary part. I think a lot of companies aren't able to keep their doors open, especially if they aren't part of an essential service and, you know, are needing to close their doors. They aren't able to continue paying their workers or they aren't able to continue operating even post-lockdown. So we're going to see our economy really battling, um, I think, to get back up once all of this has passed. Um, 
And I think, yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything else to say regarding that? Like you are in the financial sector. Yeah, that's um, that, that's correct. Yes, without giving too much away. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I have mentioned yeah. it before, though, on the pod. Like, yeah, I do come from corporate. Um, I I kind of have a different, not different viewpoint on it. I have the same viewpoint on it, but in terms of financial services, that's still deemed as essential. So in terms of me okay. personally, I guess. I'm kind of in the clear and also the capability. One thing I do think, and you can tell me if you have any thoughts on this, I think employers are going to learn, um, employers and educational institutions for that matter, that job that you said that couldn't be done from home or that task that you said couldn't be done from home can actually be done from home. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like A lot of autonomy in the workplace, which I think the employers and university and those people that make a lot of money from getting us to be at that specific place um, is in a battle to kind of normalize again I think it's going to be very difficult to look at someone and tell them that they have to be at work to do something when they saw for themselves that they don't necessarily have to physically be there to um, get that work done so um, I I guess the way I look at looked at that part is uh, specifically specifically that part um, I yeah. was thinking to myself that that's maybe one of the blessings that can be drawn from this curse in terms of okay. transforming how we work. So not necessarily yep. that everybody's going to work from home, but like giving more people, for instance, like um, I'm just going to make examples now, like uh, moms of, of, of like uh, children, you know, that are in the early stages of infancy, even pa- even dads, you know, like yeah. if they were... To, to give them time to, like, you know, not put the child in the hands of an unknown nanny. You know, it's not any more safe to just assume that any nanny is going to keep the child safe and things like that. Not a lot of people yeah. want to put their child in the hands of a stranger. Like, if their mothers or whoever is not around, then they can't organize for that. So, in that period, they'll still be able to, you know, work. They don't need to miss out on work, you know, in terms of... Uh, after the maternity or paternity leave, I think that can help a lot. Um, also, in terms yes, of people is. who need to travel from out of town to town every day and like have families, you know what I mean? Like that, that, yeah. like that's normal for most people. And another thing, um, third thing is yeah. not just travel with the car, but travel with public transport. You know, yeah. that can really have an effect, positive effect for, I guess. Um, for the business and for the for the employee, because um, many latecomers are late because of the failure of the public transport, specifically the trains, right? And yeah. if you're going to be late from the trains, okay, fine, fine. But you can only be late for so many times until we need mm. to, like, give you a warning and tell you, look here, you need to make a plan. Do you understand? Because yeah. we're losing money not having you here. Yes, we understand so and so and so but as a business that needs to make money there's only so much understanding that can go around so i guess a workaround for that could be the work from home capability you know um importance mm. of internet as well eh? <laughs> yeah i was about to say i was about to say this you know the, the conversation we're having about you know working from home and all of this it's obviously only available to a select few people in, in south africa a lot of people don't have access or unlimited access to the internet 
internet or anything like that. So, you know, this idea of working from home is obviously a, like a very privileged notion as well. Yeah, correct, correct. Um, many companies, though, I have seen and um, I've heard as well, like I try and keep my ear to the ground with what's happening um, in my yeah. sector and in other sectors. Um, for yeah. those who absolutely can't afford it, uh, the internet is being provided to them. So, like, they get company dongles, for instance, and if they don't have a laptop, okay. they get company laptops. That's obviously if the company is okay. fortunate enough to do these things, but it's, it's normally yeah. like a few out of a lot in, in a big company. So they are able okay. to do that, and they can monitor everything that you're using that data for on that dongle. So they can check that it's just for work, which they need to check, obviously. Um, and yeah. And yeah, and, and it can give them the access, you know. Like people are taking their old desktops home if they don't have laptops, you understand? So, oh, wow. Yeah, okay. so the, yeah, so the company desktop. So the thing is like, I think that that all, it's not available to everyone is true and it is valid, but also it shouldn't be looked at as a limiting factor because this virus has shown us that there are workarounds. We just need to dig deep and we can find that workarounds, you know? So um, on that note, I wanted to ask you um, in terms of any positivity uh, for the future, okay. like what, do you have positivity? Like how do you think we can come back from this? I know it won't take uh, like a click of a finger, but like, yeah. Um, can I just ask, like you, like the positivity just for, I'm just like, trying to understand what you mean, just after this or... Yeah, like, after the lock, after this, like, do you think we will emerge from this, first of all? And not just the lo okay. lockdown, like the, the pandemic itself, like, do you okay. think we will emerge from yes. it? And do you think there's any positives yeah. to be taken, like... For instance, I took a picture of the sky now the other day, like so many pictures of the sky. Yeah. And I was like, yo, the sky is nice today. And like yeah. that just showed me there's like not as much smog, for instance, because of the mm. lesser exhaust fumes uh, on the road and the lesser factories that are open. For instance, that's yeah. kind of a reach, but okay, it's not you. really a reach. You know what I mean? Just yeah, anything no, I that, yeah, anything that is, that is positive, yeah. Do you think? Okay. For me, it's definitely a conversation I was having with a friend last night. Um, I Firstly, I do think that we are going to get past this. If anything, this virus, you know, isn't here for population control. It's currently got a mortality rate of less than 2%. Um, and so, you know, it's not, it's not, it sounds, it's going to sound like a bit morbid now, but it's not killing as many people as, you know, we think it is. It's obviously killing people, which is, which is really bad. Um, and, you know, not something that should be celebrated. But a lot of us are going to get through this. Um, the bulk of us are going to make it through. Um, and however long it does take us, I think as a society, we'll come out better for it. Um, I do think that we will come out as a more, like, cleaner society. I think we're going to be more, like, conscious <laughs> on, mm. on, on, you know, on, you know, just being more sanitary and that sort of thing. Um, outside of that, I you know, also realize a lot of people are excited to be let outside again. Um, I'm hoping that this time, you know, there's a lot of people that have kind of been alive, but not necessarily living, um, kind of just been in their houses, you know, haven't really been getting out and just experiencing the world and life for what it could be. Um, and so I think after this, a lot of people um, are going to be revitalized again. And I'm hoping that they aren't excited to go out and 
spend some time on the beach, go for walks and do all sorts of active things just for two weeks and then get over it and just be locked in the house again. I'm really <laughs> hoping that, um, you know, people realize the importance of not just being alive, but also living. Okay. I think that is quite, quite profound and articulately said. Um, I do agree with that. Um, for me, for instance, I think mentally also, um, is going to strengthen a lot of people in terms of their mental fortitude, uh, being alone wow. and being at, at home and, you know, just showing that they do actually have that kind of resilience because yeah. one of the things that people do, and okay, many of us have our families that we're at home with, but it, it's like the same faces, it's the same space that we're in and mm. solitary confinement, for instance, is something that the, a tool that they use in prisons, you know, to enforce discipline on those that are super ill-disciplined right yeah and that has been known to have bad 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 effects on the inmate you know what i mean so okay. in terms of in terms of their mental health yeah well. in terms of their mental okay. health so i'm think i'm i'm kind of comparing it yes of course it's not the same you're not in like a room like you are in solitary confinement but it's kind of a, a parallel universe it's kind of solitary confinement for us right now even though we have our, our family and friends most of us so i think that it will strengthen the, the mental fortitude as well and i think mm. that, that there's something to be said for that as well um definitely so so yeah um i thank you for this 30 minutes you know that we we've, we've got to spend to chop it up a bit about the virus um and i would like to end it off maybe with uh, do you have any message for south africa <laughs> Wow, that's a bit deep. So, I mean, because you asked it in such a deep way, I'm going to answer it in the most shallow way as I can. Okay. Guys, do not be like me. <laughs> Stay at home. We need to flatten the curve. <laughs> it's going to sound like a damn hypocrite. But um, genuinely, just, you know, do do the best that you can. Stay at home as far as you can. You know, just do the essential things that need to get done. But we're going to get through this, and we're going to get through this better as, as better people. Um, and, yeah, can't wait to see you guys on the other side. For Thank sure. you so much for having me on the Javon. Oh, sorry, sorry to, to cut you off there, you were saying? Um, thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for being on the show. Uh, thank you for returning. Uh, Nicole, once again, friend of the show. Where can we find you, Nicole? God oh, damn it. Because after I like <laughs> said all the bad things I did, I need to... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay, so you can find me on, on, on Instagram, um, at Nicole Akim. That's Nicole and then my surname, A-K-I-M, as one word. Perfect. Thank you so much. So, guys, this has been another episode of Soul Sessions brought to you by The Real Cast. You can follow us at The Real Cast, they say, on Instagram. You can follow myself at geo underscore the underscore don. You can follow Carl at basic underscore Carl. If you would like to follow Wakes, that's at where's the Wakes or at where's the Wakes underscore photography. Please do listen to all our episodes and that you can listen to at www.therealcastsa.podbean.com. If that's not your scene, you can find us at Apple Podcasts and at Spotify. All you need to do is type in The Real Cast. Furthermore, if you'd like to get in touch with us or maybe you want to link up after the lockdown for a podcast, anything you'd like to do, we do have an actively monitored email and that is trealcast at gmail.com. Dot com. More content coming out soon. Keep it locked, keep it loaded, and as always, keep it real. Ah.